This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Midweek Menches, good pod. Much better than the post-game show. Well, the post-post-game show, and much better than laughter in the club. I mean, laughter at the club. Get your shit together. And welcome to another weekly edition of Midweek Mentions. My name is Christy slash Waffle House slash Will slash whatever you want to call me. It's not important. I'm your host this week. And we are joined, as usual, by Mayor Matt, by Schweitz, by John in Miami, and Ant up in Brooklyn, and a new addition this week, our first uh, Lady Mench. I don't know, what's the what's the proper Menchette? basic Menchette? Is that? <laughs> that I don't know, sounds... in 2021, I think it's Mench. It's Mench. Okay, all right. So just I, I didn't know if it that was like a a gendered name or not. But yeah, our our, our new female mensch this week, Samantha, uh, Johnny, the undercover cops, better half. She is joining us this week. Thank you so much for being here, Samantha. It's an honor. I'm excited. I got to join last Friday for the first time with you guys, and I'm excited to join the menches very specifically. So let's do it. Let me Fantastic. apologize to you personally for Friday. Yeah, this oh. is definitely a step up, but it, the, the bar was not very high. That's, that's very true. Very true. Well, I'm going to uh, go around the horn here and see what topics you guys have uh, have brought to the table this week. Schweitz, go ahead. What do you got this week? Something that happened last night was Mike Ryan posted a uh, an image of a wrestler named Brooke Havoc who has a very striking resemblance to Mina Kimes based on the oh, yeah. image <laughs> because that wrestler was then making her debut last night. And this just made me giggle. Like this was so funny. I was coming up with, you know, Mina Kimes then wrestling persona. I was coming up with her moves. I think paralysis analysis was, or uh, analysis paralysis was her finisher. And that was just bringing me so much joy to just thinking about Mina Kimes kicking everyone's ass. Hell yeah. And Hell yeah. I was just well, wondering, you know, if anybody else uh, saw that and thought of uh, any of the shipping containers wrestling personas or what their moves might be or anything along those lines. 
I was just going to say, I think Mina had, if she was a wrestler, she would have to spell her name M-E-A-N-A, right? That's right. Mina Kimes. So. <laughs> or or Mini Kimes. Mini Kimes, yeah. That, there we go. There we go. Yeah, who, uh, so Mike and Chris, they stand out as the, the ones that would be the absolute best to be professional wrestlers out of the shipping container. What do you all think? I agree. I agree. I agree. Chris would like lean into it. He'd be like uh, the heel. You know, yeah. Or he could even be like, like, like I, I see him and I think Bam Bam Bigelow with really? his fire costume, sort of yeah. roly poly a little bit, but sort of like goofy, but mean at the same time, sort of, you know, that, that's what I think of when I think of Chris. Okay. Yeah. I but I also think of you a little bit, Will, when I think of Bam Bam Bigelow too, no offense. That's all right. None taken. I, I would think Billy would be not necessarily the wrestler, but he would be the one that you know, when there's a TV time limit, he's the one that's going up against Dusty Rhodes. You know, he's like the he's like the the, the filler, the, the guy that's just kind of the put up. But I, I will say this. I don't know. I think Roy would be good at it. His I don't know what the move would look like, but his finishing move would be called the Yo Mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. So good. I, I, I think Mike Ryan would have a Scott Hall persona, the Ayo Chico, that that kind of like swagger to it. Um, I, I definitely think that 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 would be kind of the vibe that he would have. Samantha, before we get too far off into this subject, let me ask you this. How much of the show do you listen to or are you familiar with? Whatever snippets Johnny finds intriguing that we okay. usually all I'll hear. I was making a joke with Johnny tonight. I'm like, I guess you can call me a uh, first time, first time. Because, you know, people are like, first time, long, long time. <laughs> yeah. like, first time, first time listening. <laughs> first time, first time. Yeah, first time, short time, right? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's what it would be. Uh, so if you were a wrestler, what would your persona be? Slash, what would your finisher be? I know I'm putting you on the spot with that. I actually got super into WWE for a couple of years recently. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah, it's really funny. I haven't watched it lately because it kind of had a drop off with COVID. I could not get into it without the fans. It was just sure. too quiet. So let's see. I always admired the Bella Twins. So okay. I actually was a Bella Twin for uh, Halloween a couple of years ago. So let's see. Mm, I probably, I would probably try and go in some sort of co-ed division and do some sort of finisher to like knock the guy out that would probably embarrass him the embarrasser would probably be my move and just kind of i'm the girl dude kind of the man you know how the man right like that would be me i really admire that the embarrasser is a fantastic name for a finisher (laughs) that's so good i would just want to go in take all the guys out and just come through the embarrasser that would be me might i might i rename that the emasculator yes i love it Ooh, that's good that's good mayor Awesome, awesome. but that would, no, let's not do that. <laughs> Castrator, I hardly know her. Anyway, all right. Uh, I'll let it head out. Just let let the record show that everybody is giggling in their respective zooms, but nobody will laugh on mic, and it frustrates me when I have a good joke and everybody is sitting there cracking up and you can't hear any of it. Anyway, joke will. Well, Shut up, I got. Man. I was going to say I've got bad news for you. Everybody's mic is on right now, and really, just nobody laughed. Okay. All right. Anyway. All right, Mayor, what do you got for us this week? Well, I've got three things. Um, First of all, Greg has done it again, decided not to do a back in my day after catching some heat the following week, but then went on to the diatribe about player performance and his direct quote, be responsible for your performance. No excuses. And the same day where he did not have a back in my day, he was talking about players that play injured and whatnot. 
be responsible for your performance, no excuses, while he was making excuses about not having a back in my day. The highlight of that episode, however, was when they were playing the game, how well does he know his adult son? And he told the story about Chris that Chris had no idea about. I'll tap dance around that one, but it involved Chris being on the side of the house with a young friend, uh, a lady who must have been tying her shoe is what uh, Greg had alluded to. And uh, and then I actually had something pretty good. I thought something pretty good on Twitter. I guess it wasn't a, regarding Kurt Schilling. There was a lot of discussion about Kurt Schilling. We could talk a little bit about sports. And it was, um, I had a tweet about him and I said, well, gee whiz, he put up some unreal video game numbers, mm-hmm. which is kind of a double entendre. Because right, right. The unreal numbers, he got a $75 million taxpayer loan and in less than two years bankrupted the company. That tweet didn't get a lot of steam and it doesn't look like it got a lot here. So I'll just. I'll <laughs> no, I, I loved it. See, see, that's what I'm talking My mic was on mute. <laughs> I was ready for Flem to jump in. Those are, those are, that's a great tweet. That's a, uh, that's. That gets my approval. I'm going to retweet this as soon as this Zoom call ends. Uh, yeah, Kurt Schilling, I, I don't really – I didn't really follow baseball when he was, like, at his peak or anything, and I only halfway follow it now. But I know more about how much of an asshole Kurt Schilling is than I do about his performance as a baseball player. Yeah, I mean, there's debate over – and I guess we can go around the room. I don't know. Was the blood in the sock, was that a real thing, or did he put it there? <laughs> Is a ketchup packet. John, and, you think it's real, huh? No. Well, I haven't given it much thought. I gave him the benefit of the doubt, but he is a douche, so. Very good. Well, we just got the center square join us. We could throw Drake into this, the Cody Cavalry. Welcome, brother. How are you? Minches, how are we doing? Great. What's up, Drake? Good? I was talking about Kurt Schilling, and uh, I just asked, the, the blood on the sock, is it real or not? No. He's a bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, that that ends that coming topic. in hot. He's coming in very hot. I think Mike literally or uh, Drake literally just dropped his mic just then. All right, we're gonna. Uh, move I don't. On. I don't know, man. Um, it, it's a good story and all, but I mean, he definitely definitely milked it to where it was to his benefit. Right. Right. Somebody owns that sock, don't they? Like, didn't that get sold at like some auction or something? Some sports memorabilia auction. I'm I thought sure it was it at did. the Hall of Fame, actually. I thought, yeah, I think I thought, it's at the hall. Yeah, but it may have been bought. I may be wrong, but I thought it was at the hall. Gotcha, gotcha. Maybe, yeah, it's maybe in the, the only um, part of him that gets in there. Maybe. Yeah, it's in the Nazi exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that gets a laugh, Ant. That's what just, gets a laugh. Just to piss you off, Will. God damn it. Anyway, all right, John in Miami. What do we got this week? Let me first answer the, the wrestling thing. I didn't get a chance to jump in. I'm going to go a little bit stray from the question a little bit and i'm going to go uh wrestling manager because i stopped watching wrestling back when i was a kid so i i kind of see billy as the uh i think his name was jimmy hart promoter manager (laughs) guy i could see him putting on the uh the jacket and the shades and and really get into that and and maybe he's he's a promoter for many times you know as far as the other guys i see lebitard maybe as a uh like a junkyard dog now again I'm making probably old musty references because that's what I remember from wrestling. And let's see the other guys. One of them, I guess. And his finishing move was the grief eater, right? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Ah, grief eater. (laughs) The the junk food dog. There you go. See, Schweitzy coming in. You see anybody wearing the briefs, you know, the brief style with the package nice and packed in there? 
Of course. Knee pads. <laughs> Giant yellow with Miami across the back. That's right. Who has bedazzles though on them? Oh, see, see, I see, I see him wearing more of the uh, the Andre the Giant style. Across has has kind of like the top. <laughs> oh, yeah, and tight like Big Mac the across the front, French fries <laughs> on salad across the front. Yeah, actually, I like that mayor. That that's actually that's probably the the look he go for. Um, let's see. I I guess we have to go just based on athleticism. Tony, who is the acrobatic, maybe like a Jimmy Superfly Snooka kind of guy. Anyway, so but back to to my topic. It was it was kind of a, a short week, right? We only get that one day. And so you guys touched upon most of the, most of the topics that were fresh in my mind, you know, Greg Cody being Greg. And uh, I think the one that stuck in my mind was, was finally the, the Ron McGill stuff towards the end of the, of the interview, just because you could tell the, the affection that he has for Dan and Dan has for him and the way they promote, is it a foundation or is it an endowment? I think. Endowment, endowment, that's yeah. right. An endowment that they have. And I know I really like that. And I like the fact that I like how, how honest Ron is on the show. I mean, I wouldn't mind getting what people think about Ron. I'm pretty sure it's, it's probably hundred percent or it's probably, what does he say? Three, three, uh, unanimous three, seven or whatever he said uh, on Ron McGill. Yeah. I, I love Ron. I love Ron. Not just because he rolls with the punches and, you know, you ask him, the guy calls him the goat piss question 50 times and he rolls with it every time. He, he gets angry to a point as part of the bit, but he's never like, you know, screw you, Dan, and hangs up like he's always in for it, you know. So Ron I, is a, a showman first and foremost. Yes, yes. He's, a, he's like a Barnum and Barely kind of guy, even though he's against circuses. But yeah, I, exactly. yeah he, he's wearing a top hat and putting on the show. So I, I love Ron. He's, he's one of the best segments the show has, and I'm so glad they've been able to keep him. Honestly, of, of everybody around the show, like I, I know people think about, you know, because we listen to the guys like laugh it up day in and day out, but Ron's job is probably my dream job. If I had one to be able to work at the, the zoo uh, and to then like, just go cut it up with people that want to laugh and ask me questions and stuff. That is like premier number one. If I had a dream job to choose, it would be that thing for sure. So I, I actually worked, uh, about 10 years ago now, I worked at a company that sold audio tour systems to like museums and attractions. And so I got to go around a lot of the US to different zoos and um, pitch them some products. And I usually, when I met with the zoos, I usually met with the person in Ron's position at various zoos, different sizes and things like that, and never uh, had Florida as a territory. But he just stands out even like I've met these people they're you know, they're passionate. You could see, you know, when I hear Ron talk, I always remember them and how they felt because they all have very similar feelings towards how the zoos operate and stuff like that. Right. Ron just blows them out of the water with how passionate he is. It's wonderful. Yeah. He's a hell of a comms director. It shows why Miami uh, or zoo Miami has held on to him for 41 years, obviously. All right. Ant in Brooklyn. What do you got this week? Wow. For us? We're going to the bottom of the barrel here on the, on topics. Um, <laughs> you know, Anything. I'm going just, to just, so, just so, and I think somebody pointed this out. Um, I, I think somebody mentioned earlier that there was just a show from yesterday, but, but Monday or excuse me, there was a show Monday and then there was also a show yesterday. Right. But Stu wasn't in. Yeah. And we're not sure. And I'm, this is not reckless speculation. You're stealing my topic. Thanks. Well, keep it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. That's okay. 
I'll throw it back to you. Go no, ahead. No, it's fine. Continue, Will. You're fine. You're fine. No, I just I just wanted to say, like, I, I and again, I don't want to recklessly speculate. Uh, hopefully, whatever is going on with Stu can be resolved soon in, in a positive manner. Yeah. Health-wise, family-wise, I don't know. But go ahead, Ant. Well, what I was going to say is how have you how do you guys find the show generally yesterday without Stu being there? I mean, there was still, you know, with them bringing in Witty more and, they, you know, they had Amin on. And, and so they had tons of voices. But I just think the show had such an interesting feel without Stu there, even though in the pirate ship, the way it's sort of they've been a little more over the place, a lot of more self-involved, at least initially. I just thought it was very interesting that the show how it went without Stu. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I don't know if that's a negative point against Stu. I just thought it was a sort of a different, a different way the the ship sort of went without having Stu there to to jump in with a lot of his, you know, pissing off Dan segments. <laughs> I think I think anytime somebody is out, particularly an on-air voice that takes up a lot of airtime, the rest of the shipping container and Dan and they bring in, like, like you said, a mean was in there and it was also a Greg Cody Tuesday. So I don't think the show suffered at all yesterday. I also don't think that's a point against Stu by any stretch. I just think everybody else steps up and, you know, and, and, uh, our, our team players in that moment. What about you, Drake? What do you think? How'd you find the show yesterday with, without Stu there? I mean, you can, you can definitely tell that Dan, Dan doesn't, mind um having the a little more serious show um when when Stu's not there which I think I mean is obviously the route to go when when Stu's I mean nobody can duplicate what he does so I feel like it's it's definitely a good move to kind of kind of alter what they do when when Stu's not there it's good it's good for me as always it, it doesn't matter who's there I'm, I'm gonna listen and you got your own shirt so you're excited you know no, I do want to give Renee a big a big shout out. Um, so he he designed up a logo and, and all that, and and we launched. We had a little Zoom with Chris the other day for him to give us the green light. So we got some shirts up now. Maybe some some other stuff coming in the future. So go check out um, Guillermo Mafia that site um, and and go grab you a Cody Cavalry shirt. What goes yeah. into the mindset of like buying clothes nowadays though with COVID? Like you can't really go out and show off your shirt. I guess in a Zoom you can. What's the, I, that's a good point. That's, that's an actually, that's a really good point. Like I, I think right now it's just a, a point of personal pride and you're right. It is like the, the graphic T for a lot of people on zooms is like front and center, right? Like, like that is, that is, or the uh, hat. yeah, or the hats are, hats have got to be huge too. What, what, what about you, Samantha? Like, have you, have you gotten used to this? Are you buying clothes strictly online? Are you trying to avoid crowds? Like what, what's been your pattern, so to speak? no fear of going somewhere if I have a mask on but let me tell you my number one priority nowadays when buying clothes is how comfortable is it (laughs) spending spending a lot of time uh, or like they got to be they got to be a primo comfort around the house right yeah like the softest I can identify the softest t-shirt in my drawer and I'll make sure that gets washed at least once a week if I'm doing laundry that week I'm like oh that better be in the wash I am wearing that so (laughs) I don't know maybe that's a marketing strategy just like graphic tees but soft as fuck (laughs) right most of my besides my uh, work uniform and stuff I have like one pair of shorts and three t-shirts that I keep recycling because what why why am I going to go through my entire closet uh when when it's just me sitting in the recliner basically you know what pajamas that's the way to go I've actually my mindset has shifted I'm like 
you know, I want to invest in like some really nice pajamas. If they Ooh. have like cool designs on them, I'm totally in. Drake, yes, Cody Cavalry pajamas. Holy shit! Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's because maybe maybe we can go off on a tangent here. So, pajamas, right? I, I guess there's 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 only two ways you can go: a pajama person or a non-pajama person. I never understood <laughs> the getting dressed to go to bed part. Maybe you guys can can tell me Ooh, a little John, bit more. John sleeps in the nude, apparently. All right. No, no, John. no. I, 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 I sleep in my in my in my undies, right? But I, like these people who put on pajamas, put on pants, put on a button-up, uh, uh, you know, shirt with with a collar. What's going on there? I mean, please explain. And a, and a nightcap, a little, a little. That's bit, right. Yeah, right in the side. Will definitely wears a nightcap. They're warm. Yeah, exactly. Candle on his little. And they, ha- and they have the candle. <laughs> and they have that flap in the back for when yes, they go to the it- outhouse. No, exactly. You, you left off the the pocket, the left uh, the left front pocket. It's like, what the hell are you putting in there? You're going to sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who needs a handkerchief when you're going to sleep? It's I'm not good enough to even hold anything. It's like useless. I t- I have it. So, okay, so for Christmas, I like was looking for Christmas pajamas for pictures. I was trying to be all fancy, and I found these pajamas. They're like, uh, they have the pocket and they're button up and the collar. That's all I was left at Marshalls. That's all I could find my favorite pajamas and that's what triggered my love of pajamas is the button up with the collar and the pocket i feel fancy i don't know what it is i just like i'm excited to go to bed okay so samantha is a hardcore pajama person now she has been converted uh that is that is your which is, so john you you said you sleep in your undies right yeah Drake, maybe what it's are, a maybe it's a uh, geographical thing i mean i'm i'm in south florida so there's no uh, well so is she so, so is so is samantha though oh samantha you're you're south florida okay i I, like I wasn't one aware. highway road away from the swamp i'm like right on sawgrass i can oh, like so why would you want to oh okay anywho yeah <laughs> I, I don't get it i mean i'm i'm like just that's it my my boxer briefs go to sleep and and that's it the, the whole getting dressed like like i'm going out to dinner um uh, it evades me. All right, Drake, what about you? Pajamas or no pajamas? I'm a seasonal pajama wearer. So it's <laughs> got to be it's got to be winter. There's okay. no, pajamas in the summer don't happen. It's only the pajama bottom. Pajama top can fuck way off. And then also it has to be on a weekend because if I'm if I I can't wear pajamas on a Sunday and and get up monday morning because pajamas just give me a lazy vibe you know and it's okay. got to be it's got to be loose pajamas it can't tight tight pajamas fuck out of here too so, no yoga pants no none of those so that's that's my in-depth pajama take thank you drake all right mayor matt no what about you what's your position on pajamas uh, anti anti-pajama top or bottom yeah okay uh, all right. Another, another news report with that. I mean, there's there's not an awful lot to discuss there. Um, <laughs> How often do you have to wash sheets when you sleep in the nude? Is that like I don't know. That's a good question. Well, thank you for I mean conjuring up that visual. I guess you have that vision <laughs> just because I said I wasn't wearing pajamas, but um, doesn't mean I was sleeping in the nude. But hey, you let your mind run wherever you want to, Samantha. That's fine. Um, what about socks? Socks Ooh, that go to sleep? Anybody? Absolutely not. Why would you? Dude, do are that? we going to be the pod that does sock talk? No, no, please. No. So you're not for an hour. <laughs> All right. So, so no pajamas. Uh, I'm, I'm picturing mayor Matt and whitey tidies. Um, anybody else? Anybody else? No, no. Okay, Old school me. boxers. All right. All right. <laughs> Plain boxers. blue. I, I'm glad you're I, thinking about me there, crispy, but you're, you're, a, you're wrong and B <laughs> damn I'm gonna go Roy on this. It's none of your, mind your own business. 
Okay. All right. All right. I'm backing off. I'm backing off. All right. I personally go basketball shorts. Uh, no, no, no top, just, just a, a nice pair of, of comfy basketball shorts. I, I would live my life. And I'm, I, that is one of the things that like made me uh, feel a kinship to Dan one time where he said uh, if he could live his entire life in basketball shorts, he would, cause I'm right there with him. All right. Schweitz, what about you? Pajamas. What was your pajama stance? Not really uh, into the pajamas. I'm, also uh basketball shorts usually uh now pretty much like dry fit shirts this is what i wear all times you know sleep in it run around the house in it sleep in it again i usually wear an undershirt change underwear every day but uh i don't leave the house too much <laughs> like so that's, that's good to know that. yeah. thank you, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just it's important yeah. to know i change i change the the under layers but uh usually we'll uh yeah, I'll we'll switch the shirt out, but if you're usually wearing the same shorts most of the time, I rotate it between a few pairs, do laundry once a week, and we're, we're good to go. Yeah, undershirt, though, I'm a, I'm a very hairy man, so uh, I will sweat through everything, and uh, that undershirt really uh, saves me sometimes. But the undershirt right. doesn't cover the pit, so like, unless you have like an, a full-on undershirt under... Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, Samantha, like the... the... The, the white, the, the white the tank top. Yeah, tank the white top. tank top. It's called the Italian eating vest. Okay? <laughs> that's what it is. Because there's always a drop of sauce on it, and it doesn't matter. That's what it that's is. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Let's not get canceled. Yeah. And what, what's your pajama position? So I'm going to keep the trend up with basketball shorts. Um, I tend oh, to yeah. wear whatever T-shirt I'm wearing that day to bed and next morning shower and get changed, but usually basketball shorts. And I'm with you, Will. I mean, I live in a cold weather or a, a, a being up north where there's seasons, but right. you know, nine months out of the year, I'm in basketball shorts. And when it's really cold, I might throw on a pair of sweatpants if it's like really, really cold. And you know, sometimes a little chill is still good, but I like sweatpants Sure. in that case, but basketball shorts and t-shirt. Right on, right on. But sleeping so, in the basketball shorts, you got to go commando though, right? Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't have boxers under shorts for bed. Can't <laughs> have them. You got one or the other. You can't have both. String though. I feel like that's risky business right there. If you're not wearing underwear. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> the eh. string? Heady play. <laughs> Who makes the most comfortable basketball shorts? Ooh, I've got a pair of champions. I've got some <laughs> generic pair. I'm with you, Will Champion. I have like three pairs. Yeah, cha- champ- champion are great. Um, yeah, the mesh ones. Yes. Yeah, the, the mesh, the breathable ones for sure. I do. I like. I do in the summertime. I do yard work. I, I just like. I live in basketball shorts in the summertime. And of oh, course, we're talking about clothes. like basketball, uh, like in the. 2000s basketball shorts, not the 1980s basketball shorts. Yes, exactly, exactly. We're we're talking like and one, uh, those type of basketball shorts, not the. Uh, no, no, no. I was talking short shorts. I'm. John I knew Stock it. I knew I it. Oh hell! You're, so you're talking umbros? Of course not. I'm talking and one. I'm wearing and <laughs> ones right now. Are you really? <laughs> like, don't they like weigh you down at all? I feel like I see guys like stuff their pockets and it's like their pants are falling down. Oh, that's because that they don't can't tie happen. the damn strings. Yeah. Yeah, they, it, you, you gotta you gotta be very confident in where those basketball shorts ride, or if you like stick your phone in your pocket without thinking, suddenly half your pants are like coming <laughs> off, you know, half your ass. So then you better not uh, be commando at that point. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, look, fellas, uh, we are about to just to take a peek behind the curtain. We're about to record with Chris Whittingham old witty of the pirate ship so we're gonna get to the the end of this thing and before we do i want uh uh samantha to let schweitz know basically samantha joined our little chat group she's joining midweek mentions this week we're thrilled to have her 
Um, she's been watching afar from who's getting roasted worse in the chat. Her significant other, and is that is Johnny your husband? Is that correct? He put a ring on it. Oh shit! Good for him. Good for him. Uh, who's getting roasted harder by Flem in the chat? Oof. I think Schweitz. But then when jo- <laughs> like Schweitz more often, but then for some reason Johnny will just say one wrong thing, and then it's all of a sudden negative four to one, and Schweitz <laughs> beating him. I don't understand it. <laughs> so, so okay, so like. Flem is like hitting like threes and he's like doing the LeBron three pointer from the, the, you know, the logo in the middle, right. Uh, over, over Johnny. Wow. Like he's just, he's just pulling up and, and like, just, he's just getting to the rim around Schweitz. Yeah. Like Schweitz is like small missteps in the world of Flem. So it's like, Oh, come on. Schweitz. Like that kind of thing. But then Giles, right. just one pitfall is like, he goes way down. I don't know what, I don't know what it is. It's because he's oh, a cop. Man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's an undercover cop. We're we're weary of those around here. Okay. FHP. I've got to keep it undercover, but he's my CI, okay? Oh shit. Okay. Is he <laughs> is so he's informing to you. Well, he was. Now that you're in the chat, you don't need a CI. That's now true. that you, you can find another you can cop. everything. Yeah, everything's out in the open now. So <laughs> Samantha, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're obviously you're on Twitter because we were just talking about you being in the group chat. Where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, my Twitter handle is Samantha Y26. I have some updating to do in there because I think I uh, don't I don't think I was married the last time I had my uh, updates in there. So I'll go ahead and uh, you know get that going. But Samantha Y26 is my Twitter handle. Excellent. And you heard her ladies and gentlemen, don't slide into the DMs. She's married to an undercover cop, and her profile pic looks like she would whoop all of our asses. Um, I Forgive me for, like, snooping on that, but I was like, did she have, like, a superhero as her, like, uh, profile pic or something? Like, uh, she she is uh, jacked. She's ripped, in other words. Um, yeah, yeah, she's yes. got, uh, she's got biceps bigger than any of us on this chat, except for maybe Drake. I don't know. Drake's been getting jacked lately uh he, he's he's been working out but uh anyway samantha thank you for joining us go follow her on twitter uh mayor matt where can we find you uh at santini matt that's s-a-n-t-i-n-i-m-a-t-t excellent and drake cody cavalry where can we find you and your new t-shirts that everybody at, should go buy at the cody cavalry link is in the header i believe if not it will be um go buy a t-shirt Excellent. Yeah, those logos look fantastic. It's like a cartoon Chris rearing up on a horse with the sunset behind him. It's beautiful. Like that that logo just absolutely pops. I love yeah, it. I can't take credit for it. All all Renee. That is the <laughs> awesome. Awesome. John in Miami, where can we find you? At Papo Johns. So that's at P-A-P-O-J-O-N-S. Excellent. And for those that don't know, John regales us in the chat with his pizza pictures. The man owns his own pizza bag. Like he is the most professional, non-professional pizza maker that I've ever come encounter with. I, I don't know exactly how to, how to explain it, but the man takes his pizza seriously and we love him for it. So Papo John's is a fantastic new handle for him. Schweitz, where can we find you? At Schweitz.com underscore a y that's s-c-h-w-e-i-t-z underscore a y excellent thank you so much schweitz and ant in brooklyn where can we find you at styano that's s-t-a-i-a-n-o and what about you will chris where can we find you on twitter 
for now. So you can you can still find me for now until I get a band again, perma band. Uh, at Wapple House, W A P P L E H O U S E. Christy Yamaguchi Main is my display name. So if you can uh, follow any of us or all of us on there, come tell us what you think of the episodes, and don't forget to follow at Lower After Hours uh, on Instagram and Twitter at L O U R. A-F-T-E-R-H-O-U-R-S. One last thing on the on the way out. Of course, this Sunday, January 31st, it's the anniversary of Billy Gilday in Cartersville. We we're having to we're, we'll celebrate quietly up here for now because you know that whole pandemic thing is still going on. But I'm guaranteeing you, once things clear up, we're gonna have a Gilcon or we're gonna have something up here in Cartersville to celebrate our guy. That thing's gonna Hell be lit. Yes. And, and by the way, there are some new hats also at Guillermo Mafia. I've got mine on the way. Should be here tomorrow or uh, or Friday that I'm looking forward to sporting uh, the purple and black combination for uh, Billy Gilday. Excellent. So well done. you just heard it. Go, go, go get a Guillermo Mafia hat, a new purple and black one. Go get a Cody Cavalry shirt and follow everybody on Twitter. Interact with us. We appreciate everybody listening. Thank you so much. Have a good week and we will talk to you next week. Aaron's makes getting the furniture, electronics, and appliances you need easy and affordable. Great deals, easy approvals, free delivery. That's Aaron's, the rent-to-own power of the AA team.